It's KKFN and KKFN HD1, Longmont, Denver. Thank you, James. See you, fellas. Thanks, Jimmy. The 5 O'Clock Whistle, powered by smart local Union 9 sheet metal workers. I think the idea that we've had a run, I think, is exaggerated. I, I don't... If you look around the league, and, and we, we get the reports, um, obviously we had a tough one early with Tim. And then the following day or two, we had an ACL. And outside of that, um, you know, sports hernia, I, um, I think guys are handling the practice well. Coach Payton, how uh, did you feel, Coach Payton, about um – Another one of your players, P.J. Locke, going down and having to be carted off. Listen, when a, when a player goes down in camp, you, you try to create guardrails. If you were if you were on an off-ramp on, on a freeway, look, uh-huh. there's, there, there's ways that you get back into the carpool lane. Okay. And, and sometimes you have to exit the freeway and, 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 and fill up your tank with gas. And maybe you're thirsty, too. They've got Gatorades in there. You wanted a, a Gatorade Zero because you're watching your, your calories and your sugar. But the ne- next thing you know, oh, they've got corn nuts. Haven't seen corn nuts in a while. Listen, uh, relative to other snacks... <laughs> It's not as filling, but it could. There's a nostalgia factor with the corn nuts. Look, we're, we're trying to get back on the freeway here. Okay, you don't want to get stuck in the uh, in the candy aisle, is what I'm saying. Let it breathe. You want to f bomb stay on parade, and you don't want to get stuck in the candy aisle. Well said, Nate. Stay on parade. Don't get stuck in the candy lane. Let's go. Well, that did happen with PJ Locke, but hopefully he's all right. Didn't look good. Got carted off, and it's like, yikes. You know, it's just got to be like James Merrillette when we grow up. 2022 just did not happen. Didn't, didn't happen. Did not happen. James, I'm not like, even when I'm trying to be nice to James, could I have been nicer to James? And I go, is it a dipper decline? Well, neither. It, it's got to be one or the other, James. Unless literally we were an interstellar behind the bookcase and the year didn't exist. This is what, another one of those what, things. What, it's got James. It's got to be one of the other. Go ahead. This is another one of those things when you're judging. You, you got to be careful not to judge what you're seeing in a vacuum. All these other teams are getting better as well. They're yes. all getting younger as well. These That's defenses right. are getting faster That's and more, right. you know, more explosive. And so it's not just is Russell a little better than he was last year. Well, everyone's better than they were last year, right? Uh, the Chiefs are better. The Chargers are better. Yes, probably the Raiders are going to even be better. And, and, as well as every other team you play, so it's it's you gotta you gotta compete against other teams. It's not just about what you're doing to improve what you do. Obviously, that matters. But the rubber's gonna hit the road on September 10th, and they gotta find a way to beat the Raiders. I, I think they can. I'm concerned about his his durability with his playing style versus his age and the inverse proportions of each. Well, you know who has the best durability. Maze. Our timing's gotten really good on that, hasn't it? I tell you. People are checking out Mace's calves today. What? Did you hear the idle chatter be literally behind your back about your uh, well, calves? It was behind my back. 
So, no, I didn't hear it. Well, you were like three inches away, and people were just dazzled. Andrew Mason has world-class, spectacular calves. This is not a joke. It is. Have you ever seen, Nate? World-class, spectacular You got to see him if you haven't taken a peek. I do remember a couple years ago there was photos of your calves comparing them to someone else's calves. And, yes, yeah. and I won. <laughs> can yeah. I see, can I see you, you take take pride in your cast, correct? Let's see. Yeah, flex 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 them out for Nate a little bit. Yeah. Put put a flex into them. Those, yeah. those are some yeah. nice no, cows. They're kind man. of crazy. Yeah, they're very they're very muscular. They're very um there's a lot of like stri- stri- striations or striations or whatever. There's sure. a lot of yeah, there's a lot of they're, they're cut, you know, they're yeah. Proportional. They're because Mace does a mm-hmm. absurd amount of walking, correct? Walking, hiking. I mean, I usually I swim more now, but um, I, I guess you could say it's not like I'm doing like squats or anything like that to get it. No, That's calves the, are genetic. You either have them yeah. or you don't. And, mm-hmm. and guys, you know, bodybuilders, they want calves. They can't get them. You see them doing calf raises. That's not going to work. People get calf implants to look what, like, like what you have. Wait, yeah. wait yeah, you have, time out. Yeah. Calf implant? You never heard, heard of that? It. I've heard of it, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. People pay big money for what you got, what yeah. God gave you, Andrew. Right. That's yeah, but impressive. Now, but now you're telling, <laughs> so you're you're kind of ripping on him at the same time. Not really, no. You're not, you're not giving him credit for the work that no. he puts into his uh, luscious calves. I guess. Well, I you mean, can have your genetics, but you still have to yeah, actually I mean, I mean if I call you handsome, you have no credit uh, for that. Well, you're just lying then. You're, you're, I mean, nobody's going to go on with you on that one. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're a handsome guy, d So, like, yeah. this behind-my-back conversation, I mean, who was involved with it, if I'm not uh, Me, James Palmer, I think, uh, I don't know if Bai was there. I, mean, we just, I can't believe you didn't hear us. <laughs> really, because I was talking with Sean Keeler about... Uh, yes, you were. ...about baseball, and we were basically... We basically zeroed in on how the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are in town facing your Colorado Rockies, are basically a slightly more successful version of the Rockies in that they can actually develop... Do you realize when you go on a little bit too long about things we don't care about? Like right then? <laughs> All right, talk to us about practice today. Well, let's just go with your basic takeaways, and then we can dig deeper. I mean, we're sort of at that point where, even though you've had the preseason game, it was a, you know, the temperatures were rising today out there. It was, it was a little feisty. I mean, I put it this way. I have never in my time covering the NFL seen a scuffle between two guys while they're running wind sprints or jog sprints at really? the end of practice. I did not I see, that see that today. Who oh. was that? I did. I missed that. Damari Mathis and Jaquan McMillan oh, no wow. way, really? got into it, and De- Delaron Turner Yale came over and broke it up. Oh, wow. No, I, I totally missed that. Yeah. Interpositional fights are rare. That's very, another very thing. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's like receiver versus DB. Yeah, right. Tackle versus edge rush. Well, you remember Emmanuel Sanders versus Cortland Sanders. I sure do, because Joe Flacco stood three feet away doing absolutely nothing. Mm. But that was during a drill, like a a football drill. Yeah. This was when they were just running at the end of practice. Those are two guys battling it out for a spot. That's another thing. Like They're both on the 53, I firmly believe. But McMillan is having himself a really nice camp, and he had a terrific game on Friday, not only on defense, but also on special teams. He's pushing the Mari Mathis right now, so you kind of and, and and McMillan, you see the way he plays. There's a there's a feistiness to him. I, I love that. If I'm a coach, you yeah. know, a lot of coaches do like it when there are some scuffles because it means you care. Mm-hmm. It means you're battling out there, and then it's teachable moments, and you can become closer after that. Um, so there's going to be some pr- surprises, right, yes. with this 53 man roster. 
who do you see as making this team who maybe some people are, are thinking might not? Any surprise cuts that you see happening? I, I know we have a couple preseason games left, and you'll see some things reveal themselves during those games. But who would you think might make this team that people will be uh, surprised about? Nate Atkins. Yeah. Tight end. Tight end. Tight yeah. end slash fullback, yeah. H-back, special teamer. You can see his confidence building. Mm-hmm. So you think they keep four tight ends then? I could absolutely see that. In and one. they keep a fullback. Yes. So only five receivers. Maybe, but okay. That's how the, that math usually goes. Well, but here's the thing. You got special teams coming into play, especially on the back end of the roster, right? Mm-hmm. And a dude who had a really good game on teams Friday was Jalen Virgil. Yeah. Now, let's say you've decided, okay, the better player on teams is Jalen Virgil than, say, Tremont Smith. Let's say it's coming down to that. Tremont Smith is a cornerback. If you see it that way and you feel like you can find that extra cornerback and kind of stash that player on the practice squad and then call the player up if need be, then that's the sort of situation that could lead to you saying, all right, we'll go heavy on offense, heavy at wide receiver, even though the role for a Jalen Virgil might strictly be okay. He's a back he's a back end of the roster receiver, but we see him as a, a guy who can potentially be a very good gunner. I got a guy who – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that would mean he would suit up. Yeah. On game day, he'd be your number four receiver. Potentially, in a, in a game. yeah. And, so with three and he had that Marvin end around on Friday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he was responsible for the longest offensive play last year, a 67-yard uh-huh. touchdown. Second longest because uh, Judy had one that was one yard longer. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. I looked. That's at, why we have I you only, here. No, <laughs> I only know this. I literally specifically looked it up couple of days ago. So it's just still in my head. But he had one of the most explosive plays. He did. He had a pretty good preseason Tennessee. last year. You remember he flashed at the end of preseason. A lot of good, and he's got straight line speed. Yep. And then the, the, with him, it's a question of can he be quick laterally and also can he, basically he was a, a nine ball guy last year, yep. right? Yep. Can he expand what he can do on the route tree? And can he have a defined special teams role? And if both of those are the case, and I thought Jalen Virgil, he had a good day today as well. Now you've got Cortland Sutton working his way back, Tim Patrick out for the year. Everybody's moved up a line, but Virgil has taken advantage of that in the last few days and has looked pretty good. I'm going to give you guys a guy that I think is going to get cut, and I feel like it's going to be a bit of a raw deal, but it will not surprise me if it happens. Jaleel McLaughlin. Wow. I just I am surprised after the game he had. He wasn't getting more run with the ones and the twos today. And he is a little buried on this depth chart for some reason because we are all such big fans of his. I think they're but trying think, to sneak him through. Yeah, I think he's going to get. Squad. I, oh, well, right. I'd absolutely practice be signed to the practice squad. I think they're trying to sneak him through, though. Okay. So yeah. that means not participating that much in practice? Well, I mean, he's he's listed as the fifth running back, and that is like one, that is one position where they've had pretty – Good fealty to So who do they like? Batty? Is that is that their guy? Tyler Beatty from uh, Beatty, sorry. Missouri. Yeah. And Tony Jones Jr., who they signed as a free agent, and there's another guy who has a multifaceted special teams role. Why do you think That's they... the thing. It's a special teams role. Jaleel yeah, McLaughlin is, is, can't really do yes. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking... Teams, right? I think you and I speak the same language on yeah. this because that was an area you excelled for a long time. I've got deep respect for that craft. Yeah, it's I'm, also yeah. like if you suit up, if you're one of those 45 guys, you yeah. have to be on the field. Right. You know, you're, you're not... There's not just like backups who just sit there and are in uniform on game day but don't ever sniff the field. You're either a starter or you're playing special teams. Otherwise, you're wasting a roster spot. 
chart. And that's why, even though they put out that unofficial depth chart last week, if you're watching the games and watching the practices, practices in particular, pay attention to who those first guys up are on punt return, yeah. punt pro, kickoff, kickoff return, kickoff coverage. Uh, well, that's what, sorry, four, can I ask four, him one more question? When they say four phasers on special teams, that's the four the phases four. they're talking we about. We call them the big four. Yeah. But where, where does little Jordan Humphrey fit in that? Because he, he's the body type that you would yes. want out of a, a receiver playing special teams. He's and he had a big play in the he's, game. He's got a chance as well. I mean, the the thing is, you know, he's he, you know, tough decision. Virgil's That's got be a tough decision. Virgil's got the speed to where if you don't if if he can avoid getting knocked off track when he launches off the snap on a on a punt return, he can get down in a hurry, and he's and he's got some aggression to him. Coach Sean Payton, um, let me ask you a question: Is McLaughlin's inability to play special teams going to hinder him making the team? Listen, there's certain players. You identify in the process early, uh-huh. and you have you have them over here for this. But there's also situations. He says, when he says situations, he says sige. It's S I D G E. But hey, I don't, I don't. go ahead. It's pretty no. good. No, we're not no we got Andrew here, man. I don't want to. That's good. Wanna, that's good. Waste no, I mean, no, his time. No, no, no that's good. I, I can listen to are this you, for a while. Go ahead. Me? It's listen, listen. Situations. He does say that. I'm gonna pay I'm, I'm trying to figure out where that accent would be from. Listen. Is, did they say it that way? Did Louisiana kind of rub off on him a little bit? I think, yeah, it's, it's, I think it. I, I swear, I hear a little bit of New Orleans in his voice sometimes. Oh, there's also like there. the Parcells, like enunciation, like the the like the condensed mouth. I, I, it's hard to pinpoint it. I gotta tell you about Peyton. He is in no rush to get off that podium. He is generous with his time. He's, if you scratch an itch, he'll go. Yeah, like, yeah. He he said great things about. Um, Mike Shanahan and complimented his tan and you know and <laughs> what, what, I, I, do, I also do think Sean Payton likes explaining why he does things. Yeah, I think he, he really does. Well, that's we talked about that earlier because we pointed out almost in every practice there's a all right guys see I can't do it but let's stop collaborate and listen <laughs> and he has a moment where he does seem to be addressing large groups but what we said was it's likely. Big topic sort of issues instead of the minutia. Well, situations. It's situations, and but that is really good for players to to hear. And so you, you know you have a preseason game like the, like a couple days ago, and you learn from that, and you get to teach those moments. And yeah, you screwed up at the end of the game, but you learn from that, and that offers a teachable moment. That's why for these preseason games, you know, I'd caution people not take too much, not to take too much from the outcome of it, um, but allow the coach to use that to teach his his new culture to these players and put them in situations that, you know, maybe not ideal or maybe it didn't work out great in the moment, but you actually get to teach from that and make these guys smarter and better football players when the season starts. Let's go through a couple guys quickly here, Mace. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Sertan, it's fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Okay. Cortland Sutton? He'll he'll be fine. The question is, is he back in time for Saturday? I think that's we'll, we'll get that answer tomorrow. Okay, DJ Jones. Post concussion protocol was a good sign to see him over on the side field, so he's out and working out. And you could put um, Brandon Johnson McGlinchey into that bucket. Too. Yeah, and then McGlinchey obviously with the sprain, you're kind of working him back up. I don't think he'll play this preseason. Cam Fleming at right tackle. Look, Cam is going to be the first tackle off the bench if something happens to Bowles or McGlinchey. Okay, because I, like, so Isaiah Prince is out. Well, Fleming, I mean, Fleming is an ideal swing backup, right? Okay, just checking. Yeah. Uh, Benito. 
Uh, don't have a good read on him yet. Like tricky. Yeah. Simmons. I'd be shocked if he plays plays in the preseason. The preseason at all. So yeah. we're taking him out. Are we putting him on the shelf even through the joint practices with the Rams? That's the question of whether he plays the joint practice. Oh, man, that would be out for Nate three weeks for Justin Why Simmons. rush it? He looks ready to go. I don't know. It's Do football so- players need to play a, football? It's I don't a know. soft tissue injury. You take your time with that. Okay. What was it, a groin? It's a groin. Yeah. Don't okay. me- groins. Ham- hey, hey, I'm fine. Groins, hamstrings, calves, you don't mess around with. You give the pro- If you can give the proper time for recovery, you do exactly that. In fact, I'd say you err on the – you are overly cautious with those injuries because you don't want that flaring up again. And that's the type of injury that if you rush him back too soon – could come back. Also, with Justin Simmons early in camp, he was in seemed to be in midseason form. Uh, he was amazing. already. So yeah. it's like you know, camp camp is more valuable for certain players than others. More players you're trying to get a beat on that allows them to evaluate other safeties and have other safeties prove what they can do in this system. So I say let Justin Simmons dictate when he's ready to go. What's your favorite um, Russ? Social media Russ, podium Russ, businessman Russ, charity Russ. Uh, God Russ, airport kiosk Russ, world tower Russ, coach Russ, workout Russ, football Russ, family Russ, teammate Russ. Family Russ. By all accounts, he's a great dad. Oh, look at, see? He's not as nearly as cynical as you. That's what matters most. Of course I know. He's not like you. That's right. Yes. It's family Russ. I used to think of myself as a cynic. I think I'm becoming an optimist. I tell you what. In my middle age. I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in the airport on Saturday. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be interested to check out airport kiosk, Russ. Oh, I went there. How That's is good. it? Store's nice. I didn't buy anything, but it's nice. Did you go I, in? I stopped, I briefly stopped in the house of LRNC, yeah. How I, much? How was the traffic in there? I was the only person in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the drive on the fifth. Great Range Premium Bison presents The Drive. T-Mac, Dave Jackson. Dave J. What song is that, KJ? This is one of our generic annoying buffers. <laughs> it's Spike, Spike in My Veins by Corn. Oh, okay, Corn. Love it. On the Ramoslaw.com text line. Fellas, what's having, why haven't the Broncos sniffed around Dalton Reisner as a swing tackle? Boy, I don't know what is going on with Dalton these days, but we saw he, Dalton, put out a black and white workout video. Workout video. And it's like, hey, that's cool. Uh, it's also where he's at right now that he's trying to get some attention. So I, I give him credit for doing mm-hmm. it. Like, that's a dude in his situation where... I'm all for you using social media to get people's attention because maybe he's forgotten about a little bit. I, I can't tell. I, I cannot believe he's not in the camp right now. Do you think that that would create the type of attention that would make a GM like be like, oh, yeah, Dalton Reisner, let's bring him in. Did you check out his workout video, guys? You know Shiloh K.O. got a job because he DM'd Wade Phillips on, on Twitter? Hmm. So maybe, yeah. you know, it's let's, listen, guys get busy. Coaches get busy once training camp happens. They do. And it, it, you might not be top of mind. I'm sure you're not. I get it. It didn't work out for Dalton here. But you can't tell me 
there's not some place in the NFL for Dalton Reisner. I mean, there is no way he's not good enough to be some sort of backup guard somewhere in the NFL. I agree. He's got to get creative with the video, though, and do something like Quinn Miners. You know, don't just do a traditional, like, ooh, I'm lifting weights, I'm still strong. Do something creative, man. You know, go just, like, just go into, like, a grocery store, you know, and, and see some guy shopping and just go crush him. Just lay him out in the pasta aisle or something and be like, I'm ready. Cut. Has he sunk that low? Has it gotten to okay. that point? Well, we can find something else. But but maybe maybe do some creative, you know. Okay, he's he's sticking with the you know the the the, the Garrett Bowles Look, black and white. Sean know, Payton is is still a reference video. Quinn Miner's video from three years ago. Man. Yeah, it, this is what made an impression. This is what Bullsy used. Ominous. Oh, I mean, you get some chains in there. Yeah, there you go. Torture chamber. Right past him. Oh, come on. Wait, he's hurt. Sorry. John the Cooper. He's coming back from an injury, man. Oh, is he? Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. I did not know we were going to get Garrett Bowles' apologist, Natchez. Apologist? That sounds the like The human it's... body requires an acclimation period after you get hurt, and you're trying to get back to where you were before. Portland Sutton had it after the ACL. Right? Everyone does. KJ, this sounds to me is a little harsh on Rush, but who's Rush? <laughs> the band? I am harsh on Rush. Get in the zone. TV zone. Ah, don't be mean. I heard Quinn Miners was getting his butt kicked a little bit today. Bro, it happens. Those guys are really good uh, on both sides of it, man. Tw- he, don't read too far into the Miners, daily. Miners called it uh, Twitter drills. Hmm. One-on-one's Twitter drills. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Stink is absolutely right. There's so much context. Like, when you're actually out there on a field in a game, you got guys on either side of you. You're scheming them up. They don't know what the, you know, they're not just rushing the quarterback. They got to pay attention to a bunch of different stuff. So, yeah, I think one-on-one drills between offensive linemen and and defensive linemen are just set up to fail for those O-linemen. Okay. You worried about the depth of the O-line? Yeah, sure. But I'm more I'm more more worried about them getting on the same page with one another. And look, they got a first year head coach, or I'm sorry, not head coach, uh, position coach Zach Streif, who um, does you he know, know what he's doing? Well, he's he he knows the the sport. He Don't knows about what it. to tell them. He just has never done it before, as far as um, pulling them together. He's the first time. First and, time. And, and is he is he comfortable yelling at him? And, and, and doesn't appear to be because uh, offensive like the be- who's the best offensive line coach you ever heard about? Alice Gibbs. Right. And what, and what what was the thing about him? Uh, a mental torture chamber. Correct. Yeah, and a like, you know, five six body. There has to be, in my opinion, an element of that. It helps, especially with the big boys like that. You know, it's it's. You, you throw I think Streif is pretty mellow overall. I think he's a pretty just mellow dude. And also, you got to think about the vertigo these guys have had from three different offensive line coaches in three years. Yeah, no they had they went from Munchak, who was the best ever, well, one of the best to ever do it, right? And then last year, uh, Butch Berry, and now this dude. You know what was critical is that Mark Schlereth was not hired to be the offensive line coach for the Broncos. Or the assistant offensive line coach. <laughs> or, frankly, the head towel boy. <laughs> he was bucking for all those at one point or another. He's got his fox hat on. No doubt about it. Ain't no doubt about it. 
I think Stink was interested. I'm not even joking here about having a role with Sean Payne on the offensive line. Cast. He would have done a great job. I th- of course. Maybe even better than Zach Streif. Well, I'm looking at Zach Streif, and I'm like, there's ain't no way Zach Streif knows more about offensive line play than Mark Schlereth. There, there's just not. You know, because not only was Mark a hog and a Super Bowl champion and, you know, super strong, just ask him, but there is <laughs> something to be said for the fact that Mark just has done nothing but TV breaking down football games all this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, and he comes from the the world of Alex Gibbs. I'm not even joking here. Like, I'm, I don't know about Zach Streif. I, I don't know. I mean, he looks like he could play today. I mean, he's a big dude. Yeah. But I just know what Mark would put to it. And I, I, I really do wonder. I can't believe we're even having this conversation. Well, here's the big picture. I do wonder if we would have these issues if Mark Schlereth was the coach right now? I I kind of doubt it. You don't think there'd be any any growing pains there for because Mark's never done it either. Um, I think they'd be different growing pains. It's a different generation of athletes. You've you've heard you've heard coaches yeah, talking about they're, it. They're like they're all old linemen. They're all miserable. You know, yeah. depressed. Yeah, I get it. it's a new like generation. Eric Bieniemy's rubbing everyone wrong over there because he's a little too real talk. Yeah, because he's he's with the real athletes, not the offensive linemen. Yeah, that's true. This, the skill position players. This is the drive on the fan. It's training camp 2023. Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. Presents the drive. KJ just pointed out hard knocks that I forgot about hard knocks. Are you watching hard knocks? I haven't yet. I like to kind of condense it and do it all. In- I feel you on that. Oh, I do well, feel you on that. Yeah. Well, last week it was... Um, but I heard Aaron Rodgers coming across like a, just a likable dude. Yes. Just every man. Got a bad rap in the media by, from people like you. No hey, doubt about his feet it. to the fire. No this doubt guy about was just it. trying to be a free thinker, but he's a good teammate. Great teammate. He's one of the best football players to ever do it. Good Can dude. spin the rock like nobody else. Perfect passer. And has the sort of skill set that one dreams about having as their franchise quarterback. Well, there's no doubt he should not object to hard knocks. I mean, it was a... Uh, <laughs> it was a very pleasing to Aaron Rodgers the way they presented him. Hmm. I don't know why any team would object to Hard Knocks. All all Hard Knocks does these days is tell everybody how great you are. That's it. The yeah, whole, but then what if you're in, you don't end up being great? They don't care anymore. They just show teams being great because nobody wants to do it. Well, what I'm saying is if they pump you up, this team's going to be great, and then you suck that year. Then they go back and they're like, "Well, that screwed us up, man. You know, it made us. It made us." It gave us a false sense of security. It made us think we were better than we are. It brought oh, undue attention. Oh. You know, they reflect on it. Like, how many times does a Hard Knocks team end up winning the Super Bowl? Well, never, because it's, exactly. it's always a bad team. But, like, a team like the Lions, last year, all of a sudden, you were rooting for the stupid Lions. When you're a bad team, you're trying to get back on track. The last thing you want is everyone micromanaging your process and talking about what you're doing. Or have a camera in your room when you're trying to get things turned around. Okay, but... Okay, but because teams are so anti-hard knocks, all hard knocks is now right. is really complimentary of all the teams they're on. It didn't used to be that way. I mean, the reason I I'll still watch it because it's football inside stuff, and I just love that stuff. Anyways, like I'm a I'm a moron. I'm somebody who would go to the Rockies game tonight. You know, I'm the problem. Hashtag, <laughs> do the hashtag first, don't you? Anywho, 
I'll watch it no matter what. But it was definitely better and more compelling and meaner when they were focusing on the younger guys and how vicious it was mm. to get cut. Yeah. I remember, I forget which Hard Knocks it was. It was many years ago. But they had this, like, you know, the Grim Reaper is the guy. That's what we used to call the guy, right? The guy who would cut you, who would tell you, hey, man, they need to talk to you. Right. But this one guy, he was a really tiny little man. He'd been doing it for a long time. He just, and he would rouse these guys pre-dawn. He'd wake them up before the sun came up to let them know that they had to go talk to Coach. And he just, he just. Ruthless. Yeah, but, but he relished it. Yeah, he was yeah. like giddy as he was walking down, like to wake them up, and he would, and the camera would be in these guys' face. What team was that man? I, I thought it was the Chiefs back in the day. Okay, maybe yeah. I don't know. He looked like the Penguin from uh, Wow, from Batman. How would Sean Payton go about ruining some man's like like uh, uh, who was the kicker that got cut here today? The uh, Fry, Elliot Fry. How do you think it was when uh, Coach Payton uh, cut Elliot Fry? Elliot, <laughs> listen, come in, sit down. Would you like a seltzer? I found the bubbles are, are helpful when you've been yelling a lot. That play, some players like the bubbles, some don't. We have Dasani as well, unless you're an Arrowhead guy. Cindy, do you have no Arrowhead? We're out of that. Sorry, Elliot. Relative to Brett Maher and the kicking competition, you're not only a player being evaluated by us. There's 31 other teams. Yeah, but coach, I got hurt. You did. Um, and that's unfortunate. And we're going to let you go today, Elliot. I think I'm going to get better, though. Well, relative to your prospects here, that's kind of uh, inconsequential. Well, I don't know what to do. Where do I go now? Look, have you, have you thought about going back to school? <laughs> but I'm out, of, I'm out of eligibility. I, I meant as a doctor. <laughs> Is that your impression? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can do it. No, can you do any impression? I, can, I cannot do any impression. You, uh, you're, you're, I've embarrassed you're, myself because I had one little line. I should have just shut up. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's okay. <sighs> okay. Look. Oh, crying. Look. Okay, we're still going. I love it. Listen, yeah. no, it's just listen or look. Look, look, listen. You're not. You're not sure when he's done talking, are you? Well, he, he really he appreciates the pauses. Yeah. yeah, I love how he starts every press conference. Oh, geez, now I'm going to do an impression. Yeah. Third down today. Little red zone. Any questions? Like he, he has like a 10-second intro to, to whatever happened that day. And, and then, like, he, he, could, he could really just start with any questions. Like, his, his 10-second summary of, of the past two and a half it's hours. It's opening is, statement. But it's like 10 seconds long. I mean, there's, there's yeah. no statement. It's just a, it's a statement of a couple of facts. Yeah. Someone's saying uh, that it sounds like Obama. He, he does kind of sound A little like, bit, yeah. Look, yeah. Th- yep, there's some of that. It's close. Yep. Close enough. Close but it's, enough it's, to be it's, it's the stuff he says that you got to put in. It's the look. Right. It's the listen. It's love, relative to. I love. He says relative to. I love it. It's, it's the bubbles. Stacy. Oh, Cindy. 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 <laughs> We're out. Hey, do you, do you like Sean Payton so far? I love him. I do too. I love him. Here, here, here Here's why. Um, I played for Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan was an operational oh, master. Eastern Illinois. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. They both played quarterback at Eastern Illinois. Yeah. 
But my Shanahan's operational mastery was what made him so great. Not just the Shanahan offense, the Shanahan system, the big picture that he saw. Like, you know, there's a screw on that bench over there outside the locker room that's about to come off. If that thing comes off, then that could create the imbalance that makes us lose a football game next week. Mm-hmm. We got to get everything right around here, and I have an idea of exactly how all that should be. The situational yeah, yeah. mastery. Yeah, yeah. And Mike Shanahan, you know, they, they sound a lot alike when they speak about football. And I just think we're in good hands here. I think he has all his bases covered. Um, he's thought of everything yeah. a million times. He has a system for all of it. And uh, the Broncos are on the right path. I, I saw it in the preseason game, and I think those are all teachable moments. Yeah, they lost the game, but they learned a lot in the process. Sean Payton's going to get them right. It's not a big deal that these guys are splitting 4-4 four reps by the time they get this team figured out they're gonna be on the right track russ is ken and ken is russ thank you the ramoslaw.com text line as we went through all the russes today settled on hopefully football russ and the other russes won't get in the way yeah stick yeah. to football yeah, russ. no chance to get in the way right i tell you what you can do tonight if you got a second make sure you go to our website DenverSports.com. At the top of the page, you'll see a link to Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief. 100% of the donations go to the Hawaii Community Foundation serving Maui. Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief Fund at DenverSports.com. All right, Cecil in for Denver Sports. Who do you think he's going to be yelling at? I, that's that's my fun game with Cecil. Like He could be yelling at, at me, at you. At, it seems hard that he'd be yelling at KJ, at Sean Payton. Who do you think, like, within 10 minutes of his show, who do you think Cecil's, like, screaming at? I don't know, but I can't wait. It's, it's must-see TV. I, um, I, he, I haven't talked to him. I'm almost certain. You got certain. somebody? He's, you got a nominee? I'm almost certain it's Garrett Bowles. Today Garrett he says Bowles. Garrett Bowles All could right. potentially get benched today. It's later this season. I'm sorry. He said earlier today that Garrett Bowles could per- potentially per- get benched. Performance? Yeah. Yes. Good evening, Denver, Colorado, and the Rocky Mountain region. What is up? <laughs> you ready to yell at people, Cecil? You ready to yell at people? Let's go. That's good. Darn. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan. Come on. aren't a good offense. I mean, let's be real. Right now, they're not a good offense. Could they end up being a decent offense or trending to a good offense? They could, I guess. But what we're seeing, and we're out there every day, and then we watch the preseason game, they don't project to be a good offense. It's training camp 2023. Camp comeback. We're going to turn this thing around. It's going to be an amazing story when we do. At DenverSports.com and on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Feeling the heat? High energy bills? My friends at Window Nation can help. Get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung sliders. Plus pay nothing for two years. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. Your air duct cleaning experts. Duct works. Hey guys, Mark Schlereth here. Fall's just weeks away, so it's the perfect time to call your air duct cleaning experts. Duckworks, 303-425-0985. Duckworks is the top-rated air duct cleaning company in Colorado. They have thousands of five-star reviews, and they are recommended by more contractors than anybody else out there. No one does a more thorough job of scraping and vacuuming to remove all the dirt, debris, and dust from your air ducts. Your heating components gradually collect dirt and debris over time, so it's important to get your air ducts cleaned now 
before you start using that heating system full time. Don't wait until it's too late. Avoid the rush and prepare your furnace and heating system for the cold winter ahead. Even though we still have those warm days going on right now, call Duckworks today and start this fall breathing cleaner air with a more efficient heating system. 303-425-0985 or go online to duckworks.com for a free residential or commercial estimate. 303-425-0985. Don't let car service overwhelm you. The choice is simple. Choose practical. Choose Brakes Plus. Is your car pulling? Did you hit a curb? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad for $10 off alignment. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, where practical people go for exceptional service. When America says, give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. Imagine selling your home and getting paid twice. You can get paid twice with Orchard. It's simple. Orchard makes you a solid cash offer on your home. If you agree, boom, here's your cash for your next home. Orchard handles everything, including paint, repair, list, and show your home. And if your old home sells for more than Orchard offered you, you get the upside cash. With so many home buying companies trying to lowball you, learn how to get paid twice and get a free valuation at Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. A lot of personal injury lawyers make claims about how good they are, but how do you know who will fight to get you the money you deserve? At Berg Simpson, they don't rely on... 